Let's go. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred, a podcast about all things OU athletics. Uh, we are a father and three sons. We have no insider information. No, no, no you're just turning me down. Strong opinions. What are you talking about? Your uh, production assistant's turning the knob, and I got to where I couldn't hear none of y'all. Oh, so you, I didn't change. I'm not number two, apparently. Well, apparently y'all got y'all's headsets mixed up. Turn turn three down, Hayden. Check and see if that That's makes it. Right there, okay, now turn Pawpaw back up wherever he wants yeah. it. Where do you want it? Come on up. Right Pawpaw there. can't hear. Right there. there you yeah. go. You want to run this back again? No, we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. You're not boating too well over there, Mr. Production Assistant. He is. Hayden has been demoted to well, a production assistant. I grabbed the I grabbed the headset that was laying here by my mic. Yeah. So that means you got them mixed up. I didn't get them mixed up. I, I think we need names down. on them. Let me put names on them. Yeah. Names on them. Yeah, I need a name tag on mine. Well, then I've got to make I sure figured. I set it out in front of the right thing. Then we don't have these screw ups though. Oh my goodness! I figure Pops had like a sparkly headset or something now since he's the star With of the rhinestones? show. With rhinestones, yeah, like rhinestones. Well, I got the junky old arm mic arm here. We get him a velvet chair. His coming too. his mic arm is junky looking right now. But well, Caleb and I have gotten new mic arms. Uh, Pops was going to get the the one that came in second, but. He wasn't here last week, so that's his punishment. And then Hayden Hayden was going to be producer, and then he didn't show up last week, and so he's been demoted to production assistant. But anyway, how, uh, obviously Christmas has passed. Uh, we've all made it through the new year. Is this our first podcast since Christmas? Yes. It is. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while then, ain't it? Did y'all guys have a good Christmas? Oh, yeah. Everything go good? You were yeah, sick, Christmas, weren't you, Pops? Christmas time yes, like slow I was mo. sick last year at Christmas, and I was sick this year at Christmas. <clears throat> what were you saying, Shane? I just I feel like Christmas time is like slow motion, like life, like slow. It's like the longest week of the year. I feel like between Christmas and New Year's, you guys feel that? Kind kind of, but it does go. It's, it's just weird. It just goes by fast. Uh, I think the month the before Christmas you know, goes by. You eat so much fast. cheese, it goes slow. I don't know. But, yeah, it feels like it was like it was a long time ago when we podcasted. Yeah, it does well, feel that. When we podcasted, it was Christmas Eve. Wasn't yeah. it? No. Wasn't it? I mean, wasn't that it was the, the day before? It was yeah, the day before, the day before Christmas. Christmas. It was 23rd. Yeah, it sounds about right. No. No, no, because no, Pops was no. sick. It was it was Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve because the so. 23rd was. No, we didn't podcast. Because we were over here putting. No. Things together on Christmas Eve. That's true. It was the 23rd. It was like the 22nd, maybe, or the 23rd. Was it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, it, it wasn't Christmas Eve. That's all I know. Because I was too busy assembling gifts on Christmas Eve. The 23rd, probably. That's probably true. Hopefully, none of but our. But it has been a while, so. Hopefully, none of our Santa uh, Boy kids Chris listen to this thing. Yeah, Christmas was good. Good year for Christmas for us. Yeah, we had a good time. We enjoyed it. 
Um, had it at Caleb's house this year. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we did. Go somebody else's house and screw it all up, mess it all up, say bye and go home. Yeah, we did. We did our family Christmas this year over at Caleb's. Uh, since pops is living in a camper right now, trailer trash. Did y'all did y'all hear about Isaiah last night? Uh-uh. Apparently, um, <laughs> I heard about it. He ate a leaf and threw up. Yeah. So so late yesterday evening, Logan noticed he he was having a sore throat or something, and it wasn't kind of acting itself in the. So she thought he might be getting strep, and then about oh eight o'clock or so, he's he goes in the the bathroom and starts kind of puking and crying and stuff like that, and he's got a bunch of saliva coming out of his mouth and he we get him calmed down and get him some something to drink get him and put in bed and stuff and he's like he wanted some more medicine we gave him some ibuprofen or tylenol or something and he starts getting in bed bawling at bawling for more tylenol just freaking out so we get him up and he says he eats a leaf and i think hayden was still here at this time and said yeah he he was munching on some leaves outside and we're like what what kind of leaf, you know? And he's like, just you know, just a, a leaf. And he's just hysterical at this point. So I'd start pouring water down his throat, trying to get him to swallow it. And he finally, like, calms down enough, and he says it's gone because he points to his throat, and he's like, it's right here, you know, it's in my throat. Finally drinks enough water that I guess he gets it flushed <laughs> down, and we get him in the bath and get him cleaned up. We get him back in bed, and he ain't in bed 10 minutes and just goes to puking. Sure enough. There's a leaf about the size of a dime inside his vomit that we found. Finally got it out, did he? Yeah, so we had a good talk about not eating anything, you know, that's not food last night. We did he identify the leaf? Hey, you realize... It was a leaf, yes. You I realize... Mean, what, awful, what, did this I, I don't know. Christmas? No, you remember the Christmas. You're thinking about the Christmas when Bryson was little, and we were over at Mom and Dad's, and me and Laura had to leave because... He stuck a bead up his nose. Oh, I forgot we had to go to the that. ER. Yes. He, we kept trying to get him to blow it out of his nose, like blow your nose, and he couldn't do it. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Christmas and birthdays. Not good like, around here. Try it again. Try it again. I thought Caleb had to call poison control or something. For uh, that was a that was after a birthday party a couple years ago. Because that was, after a birthday I, party, that was Isaac after his like, I think it was Isaac. It made, no, it was Isaiah because it was in his house. Yeah, it was like, he got like a big tube of bubbles. And, and we're, we're cleaning up after the birthday party, and he apparently has turned this this bubble solution up and just chug a lug, chug a lug, you know. And so he goes to vomiting again and just can't hit like you can't, he can't stop. It's coming out. Well, he kind of slicked himself up. He lubed himself up and come out the other end. Yeah. The year we took, we call poison control and they're like, ah, yeah, let's just let him puke and then give him some water. He'll probably be fine. So the year we okay. took, the year we took Bryson to the ER, that was on Christmas Eve. Cause we ended up in the ER on Christmas Eve and because there's nowhere open. I promise to all you listening out there, we do watch our kids. They are supervised. Like, we go in most there. Of the time. <laughs> what, what's crazy about the Bryson story is we go in there. We've tried to get him to blow his nose. It won't happen. We The doctor finally comes into the ER room. He looks up his nose, and he's like, yep, there's a bead up there. And he's like. like stuck in his nose. And he he tries to get him to blow his nose. He can't. He, he's not doing it. And he's like, I'm going to go get this device or whatever to get it out. As soon as he walks out the room. Bryson goes, and just blows it out of his nose. <laughs> Sneezes and comes out. And I was like, are you kidding me? And, and here's this bead. I'm holding and it. And that cost you $400. And that's what I told him. I was, I'm sitting there looking at him like, dude, Santa just bought you an ER trip. <laughs> yep. That's what, I, that's what he's got you. I'm going to have to take back whatever Santa got you because 
You just broke the bank yeah. over a bead. It was about February last year. Remember, I, we were in there playing dominoes, and Isaiah came in. He's like, hey, I, I stuck something in my ear. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. And we're like, what was it? He didn't, couldn't really tell us or didn't know. And I looked in there, and there's something black in there. So I tried to get tweezers and pull it out. I can't do it, and it just goes further in. So I got the shakes. I couldn't get that thing about out of his nose. Two months later, he ends up after three doctors. We go to three different doctors, and they're all like, no, we can't really get that out. You need to go to a specialist, so. We make a trip and go to a specialist, and they suck it out of there with something. And a little piece of plastic he shoved down in his ear. $1,200 later. Yep. You can hear again. That was just the inquisitive that was right around. Yeah. It might have been right, right around Christmas or right before. Man, that, that's here's an, here's an orifice. Why don't I shove something in it? Yep. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh, dang. So that's we had a good funny. talk last night about, you know, if you find anything on the ground, you don't eat it particularly. You know, this is a jelly bean, and this is a, a – medicine a pill you know or no you got to do the fentanyl talk no you gotta have the fentanyl talk yeah, we don't know that point yet uh, that's what i tell my kids all the time don't pick up anything fentanyl it's all uh, over. my kids it's on they, never, they never pick up bubble gum or anything off the ground and eat it so yeah well uh that was the other day <laughs> you saw that the other day did you yeah the other day i he God where were we at ah uh, we were at los trace the restaurant eating, yeah we were eating dinner and freaking isaiah has a piece of bubble gum he drops it right on the floor like right where everybody's walking people are sitting behind us and they see it fall and i see it fall and i'm like no 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 and he reaches down grabs that piece of bubble chewed bubble gum shoves it right back in his mouth and i was like oh man and the guy over there was like i think it's a five second rule and i was like eh, it may work on like <laughs> dry applies to bubble gum, it huh? dry, it applies to dry food non, maybe not non-moist objects that hit the ground yeah we go to lost trace and Isaac's with us, and I look across the table, and I tell him, I said, hey, just tell him it's your birthday, and you get to put that sombrero on. They'll <laughs> all come sing you a song, and then we get free. Uh, whipped cream on your sopapilla, because uh, you get one anyway. Yeah, I know. We get chocolate <laughs> and whipped cream on our sopapilla. And he's like, ah, I don't know, Papa. And I said, let's do it. You can do it. I said, there's that black sombrero right there. It looked good on you. He goes, well, what would my mama say? We ain't telling your mama. Who's got to know but me and you? <laughs> Thanks, he Dad. would not do it. He would We're raising it. one of them right at least. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have to? Yeah, we got to talk about it. Uh, let's talk about that OU bowl game. I don't want to. No, uh, I'll pass. Against Arizona. Yeah. Obviously, they were good. They Arizona played loses. well. They played a good game. Yeah, I mean, this Hats is off to them. Li- listen, Arizona's not a bad team this year. They Everybody were good. They looked it. pretty good as far as the, qu- the quarterback could sling They're the ball. Number twelve. That, They're number twelve number team four, in the and that other tight end got tired of hearing their names. I know that. I if I'm if I'm going back through the game, the things that I see one is that first quarter looked awful. All of a sudden, I thought you know really after the first quarter, you're thinking this could be a blowout. Could've for went, Arizona, could've went, yeah, could have went that way. Oklahoma finally. It was it was, it was three distinct games. Yeah, Oklahoma. It's it gets... it like it's like watching a basketball game because you know you. I mean, like thirteen oh, yeah. point run, then a twenty four yeah. point run, then like a twenty. What would they end up with? I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was the first quarter, the second two quarters, and then the last quarters. What it was? Yeah, it was yeah. weird. Oklahoma finally gets games. their footing in those second and third quarter, and you think, here we go. Arnold's figured it out, and then the fourth quarter happens, and. It, it looks like everything's gone wrong that could go wrong. 
it wasn't a great game for him by any means. But you know, true freshman. I don't. I don't. I don't blame them last two turnovers necessarily wholly on him. If Farouk doesn't fumble that that one catch, which I guess ended up being ruled a fumble, that next drive he comes out, he's not. They're not. They're up seventeen points. He's not having to press the ball down the field. He's not having to make things happen. And he, he probably ain't even throwing the ball at that point. We're probably gonna run the clock out, or at least eat up as much clock as we can. So that interception never should have happened. And then the sack at the end there, the, the sack fumble, that's just hish. I think the thing I took most from the game, if I was really going to narrow it down, <laughs> Pops is having trouble with oh his microphone. He's, stand he right is now. not. He's pissed right now. He ain't got one of these fancy mic stands. He he really he really needed one. We should have gave he it to him. might walk you. out in a minute. Anyway, you can't Production put it on that table. It's about to get punched in the face. You can't. If you put it sideways, you can, but you can't just put hold it like it. that. Just hold it. Anyway. Uh, Hayden, get over there and hold the mic for Papa. The entire guy. <laughs> You're going to be his mic stand. It, Makeshift if, mic stand. If I'm talking about, like, one thing that, to me, that stood out is, one is exactly what we thought was going to happen is the offensive line's not very good. They're just – they're not very good, no. They're, they're, there's not very – it was not good. It was – I know it was pieced I'll, together. I will say this. Jackson Arnold looked pretty good outside he's of the pocket. He's tall in the pocket, isn't it? Well, he's what? tall in the pocket, too. Like he's he, tall in the pocket, and when he has to get what, out of the pocket, like, he throws a good yeah. ball still. He he yeah. was close. I mean, the deal is, is like he made some throws that make you say, yeah. this, this guy's going to be better. He's going to be better than Dylan Gabriel. I hope so, because Dylan Gabriel was good. He was good, but there were throws that Dylan couldn't make. That throw that was the long ball down the field. That's an underthrown ball by Dylan, yes. That's way underthrown by Dylan. He underthrew it just a smidge, but not much. He was and just the, a little late. On and then you have the throw. Either I get a new bike stand or I'm quitting. Huh. <laughs> the, Red or promise. The, then, you've got the, then you've got the corner of the end zone throw that he throws. Now – was it Nick Anderson that makes that catch? Uh, it was Jake mm-hmm. Gibson. Was, no, it was Nick Anderson. No, it was Nick, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson, Anderson makes that catch. Oh, you're, ta- you're not talking the one that was actually out of bounds? No, I'm talking about the one oh, that was in bounds. He makes that throw, and the only guy that could catch that was Nick Anderson. And Nick does and drags both feet. NFL catch. Okay, yeah, catch. It was gorgeous. So, I mean, mm-hmm. at the, the end of the Gibson day. The Gibson throw was good, too. There are, there that are, was just, I mean, inches away from being a touchdown. There are things in the game that I can look at and say – Jackson Arnold shows a lot of promise. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not I'm worried not, about, about him. I, but there's going to be next year is going to be a growing growing season. But and we're not going bad, to national championship. That's a bad time to have a growing season too. Oh, I don't with disagree with that. It's going to be rough, and it's going to be compounded by the fact that you're going to the SEC and you're playing several of the great schools in the SEC. Our our Ole Miss is going to be tough, and we're going to talk about that. Here LSU here. is going to be tough. We're going to talk about what you know. What that looks like. I mean, what, again, what, I mean, like next today, year. But I mean, like next year. What you, all summer. I know, but like right now, as you see this team, it's it's fresh on your mind. You're not going to hear all the hype that comes from everybody over the summer about how there's no sense you know, even talking about this team. One thirty. That's the next team. Until after all the transfer portal and all that crap's over. Well, they I better get in the transfer portal and well, find some that, stinking offensive linemen. Is, the the. Real 
the realization of football now is you may not have the same team tomorrow that you had today. The the Louis Pierre kid, I mean, looks like a, he could be a star at some point. Yeah. But can, a lot of, a lot of but guys can he make really a difference good. next year is what you're asking? Because offensive line, I think, is the big, the big factor right it's now. It's tough for any offensive freshman offensive lineman to come in and be a star. I mean, he's got them, but he has the can they can they do some good stuff? Yeah. Are they going to come in and just anchor your line and take no, you to the championship? He, Probably not. I mean, you were hoping that that was going to be Jacob Sexton at this. He was point. hoping it's going to be Caden Green at this. Well, point. that's what you were hoping, but he's gone. We all you we know, know one guy that actually could made made a di- kind of a difference this year and solidified your line, and he you know boats to yeah. Missouri. So how much better do how much better though do you think you know whatever. Our, whatever kickoff date is, I don't know, September next year. How much better do you think this team is then than they are now? Not much. That's all I'm saying. Like, you, you look at it and you You're look saying at they're the not going to improve gonna... between now and then? I think they'll improve. They're not going to what? They're not gonna are gonna you imp- saying they're not going to improve much between now and then? I'm saying you're going to gain some new talent and you're going to lose a lot of proven talent. And I think it's a wash and I think what you saw there is about who we are to start September. I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Well, I mean, you think about – And I'm okay with that. Matuire, I think this team's – Matuire played. He's gone. Walter Rouse played. He's gone. Those are two guys that were on that offensive line that looked terrible the other night. And they're gone. But and they're you, veterans. You have to realize, too, that every – these last two or three years, we have upgraded talent every year. We have. And, you know, you're, you're losing experience. You're not losing talent. You've actually probably got better talent now than you had. I think that's had, a, a fair assessment. But for a lot of positions, experience. but offensive line. What worries me. I don't, I don't know that the talent's gotten better on offensive line. I think it's the same. I don't think Bill Biedenboe's recruiting worse kids than what he did beforehand. But what I think's happened is, I think what Bill's problem is right now is that room was thin when he, when we had Caden Green coming back, and it was going to be thin, and they were going to have to hit the portal anyway. And that's the reason we hit the portal last year and picked up guys like, you know, Walter Rouse. I, the point being is it was thin, and some of those guys that we said had a lot of talent, save Yon Bird, didn't ever pan out. And so you look at this whole thing and you go, when – he's got to catch up. He's got to have depth in that room that you go, there's – because that's what Brent's done on the defensive side of things is like look at cornerback. We just got a cornerback out of the portal yeah. who's from Utah. And don't get me wrong, he hasn't played a lot of corner for him. Yeah. He played a lot of special teams. But he's coming in not as a scholarship player but as a preferred walk-on. They've done well at getting preferred walk-ons. And this is what so worries me. So here's a kid that you're, you've got – you're stacked at all these positions. What a linebacker. You got Danny Stutzman well, starting, but the behind him's Kip Lewis. And guess what? We still struggle at times. Like that's one area we have both talent and depth yeah. on the defensive side of the ball, with the exception of probably the defensive line. We've got the talent, we don't really have the the experience or the depth. But <sighs> our secondary, they, they were terrible in that game at times. They were great at times and then just absolutely fall apart terrible at the other times. That's what concerns me is I think that you can you can piece together an offensive line and you can 
get them to improve because they weren't bad at times this year. They were great at pass blocking. They weren't great at run blocking until three quarters of the and season. Let's, was let's be honest. What you really need them to be good at is pass block. I mean, because well, they were good at if that. Jackson, this year. If Jackson Arnold goes down right now, there is not a there's not a backup quarterback until in, unless which the rumor has it is that you know Thompson's coming in. Yeah, that he's I mean, that he's shopping houses. Let's and just keep Norman. him healthy and upright. But it, the but the thing. deal is is he's still a downgrade. So if that's not the case, if that's the case, you you've got to have somebody. You've got to keep him clean. And and that's one thing you know that they didn't do great at this game. I think I think the, well, the offensive line will be okay. I think they'll get it figured out. If that's if, if that's true, need some then, help as far as not getting injured and things like that, but. I'm I'm more worried about the defense, to be honest with you. I'm not. After seeing after seeing the last three games we played, just get eat up by one or two guys all night long. What was disappointing what, in that what, game first, the other day was uh, just they're like gonna, you, oh, they're going to throw the goddamn ball to number four and you can't stop him. Well, you can't stop him, but he's running wide open. We don't. You, we're yeah, not you're even, not even close to him. We're not even covering him. And he's the only guy that caught freaking balls all night. Cover him. Double team him. Do something. He may be the be- one of Knock the Knock him down. Trip him. Let's be honest. He may be one of the better receivers. He damn sure looked I like it the other night when he played this. I don't care how bad he is. Guess what? There's going to be some of those in the SEC when we play him, too. There ought to be a maroon jersey within the vicinity like he's supposed to be on You don't on think that Ole guy. Miss is going to have a good receiver? Alabama's going to have three of them. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're not. But defensively, I'm not as concerned about – the defense as I am I'm about the offense because I think they I think the defense is at its best. I'm not even going to think about I think it's it. It's as best as it can get and our defensive line which has been a liability all year. How many sacks did they have in that game? They actually had a few, didn't like they? Like 6. They put him on his butt several times. Well, they were they, and were they all over still him. couldn't cover anybody. Well, speaking of which, yeah. Rondell Bothroyd had his best game. If, if as a guy's going out, that's a guy that had a heck of a game. Guys, you turn the ball over six times, you're losing. You're going to win any game. Man, I agree. My problem. This I is agree. My frustration with that whole game was that turnovers. Yeah. Well, not even that. It's this. It's that this is a unique bowl game, and I think it's why I was so mad watching this bowl game. Where usually bowl games don't mean anything. We don't care. It's an outgoing team. It's going to be a new team next year. But this bowl game, in many ways, was like, like. The spring game, or I, God, I bet it means meant something to Arizona. I bet it well, meant no, something to Oklahoma it means, too. It means something to us because our team is not going to be that different starting in September, and you're you're starting a brand new quarterback. We we were excited because we we're getting to see the future of Oklahoma, right? Yeah. And and what frustrates me is this is and this, and this is my two people I'm most frustrated with. Here's my two targets: the coaching staff and Jalil Farouk. Because here's the deal: the coaching staff should know going into that game. If this does not go well, Jackson Arnold has to live with this for nine months. You know what I mean? Until we get get around to September and, and he gets a chance to prove himself. And so whatever the case, this game does not need to be about Jackson Arnold. He needs to and, – and I wish they would have went into that game and said, Jackson, we don't need you to win this game for us. We're going to put this game on our defense. We're going to put this game on running the ball. And in the pocket – we want you to count to three and nobody's open, throw the ball 
away or you go run. But when you'll need to stand in the pocket all night, show your arm talent, make all these spectacular plays. And I don't, it's clear they didn't do that. They wanted to show that Jackson Arnold was a five star and he was awesome and he could sling the ball. And I think they put him in bad situations. I think you're and, 100% right. And and they should have known that because they don't have to live with it this whole time. He's got to live with it. And, and they've got to live with the, the doubts that creep into his head, the fan base that's going to be angry for another year, all those things. And then, two, I mean, Jaleel Farouk's a daggum veteran. And do you realize, I mean, his two turnovers at a minimum was a 13 to 14 point swing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking, he, he fumbled what, like the five yard line? Yeah. That's an automatic field. Oh, goal. yeah. There's a fumble. He, he, he uh, fumbles another red. The, the pick for a was a direct was, touchdown. Was a direct touchdown that went to, for eight points because they did the two point conversion. Yep. But that's a minimum of three points, even if we stall out on that drive. So you take the six, you take the seven or eight. That's a 13 to 14 point turnaround. If we get touchdowns off that, well, holy I agree. cow, that's, that's like a 14. I mean, that's at least a 21, 22 point turnaround. So that one man's two turnovers cost us somewhere between 13 and 22 points. Look, I'm, we I'm went man. from having the game in hand to trailing within two minutes. Yeah. Like it was in hand. And you gave them all the momentum back. And that was all. That was all. And, and then Jackson Arnold had to go was. into the that the game rest on him mode and try to win it and 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 uh, even our offensive line I didn't think they were that bad the times where we stalled out or we got in trouble or where Jackson Arnold had to make a bad throw was when we got in bad down and distance scenarios and that happened because the offensive line was holding but one of the reasons it happened because the offensive line was holding is because he's he'll stand in the pocket and he'll stand tall in the pocket when it's collapsing around him. But you can't stand there all day. Eventually, you're going to get sacked or your offensive linemen are going to hold. And I think they should have given him, hey, you hold the ball this long, and then you you get, you got to throw it or do something. You can't just stand there all day and look for receivers. So, I mean, his seniors didn't help him out. His veterans didn't help him out. His coaching staff didn't help him out. His defense didn't help him out. And I was, I was just frustrated. I thought it was – I, I expected more from Seth Luttrell. I expected more from Brent Venables. I expected more from the, the veterans around him, and they let him down big well, time. I think one of the biggest – well, one of the things that you have to look at for this game is the reality that Oklahoma said from the get-go, we're not – we're running uh, Jeff Levy's offense. We knew that was coming. Uh, that's not Seth Luttrell's offense. So if you're out there listening to it and you're like – right. And when this I say is Seth, I'm not saying I'm not saying the play calling per se, but the not putting I, Jackson Arnold in the best scenario yeah, to put him, put him in a better situation. I agree with that. I think one I, one of the pro, one of the things that I expected, and, and be honest with you, I wouldn't have wouldn't have even shook my head at it. Is I, I would have expected Jalil Farouk to hit the goddamn portal because that was well, awful. Jalil Jalil. He can't hit when the he was NFL freshman, draft now. When he was a freshman and he came in he's, as a he's freshman. He's a better player than what he, what he showed in that game. He hasn't shown that all year. No, he's he has terrible he, this his year. His best year was his freshman year. He it, looked good. He's going to be better. Boy, this guy's going to be good. And He's going to be better. He hasn't. Well, he was our number three running back this year. Well, they want him to be Debo Sant. That's what they <laughs> – Yeah, I know that. That's they, what, I, what I don't like. They want him to be Debo Samuel. From the NFL, they they think oh he's that type of guy it's, or somebody does he or he does or somebody thinks that, and he's just not. 
He needs. Well, if you can't hold on to the daggone ball as a receiver, I don't know how you're going to hold on to it as a running you, back. You know what I, mean, I think? That's you, what's. You know what I think his next year looks like, and, and I hate to say this. What I think his next year looks like is I think they move him to the slot, and he plays second fiddle to Deion Burks in the slot because Deion Burks is, by all accounts, by looking what he did at Purdue, that's a better player coming in. And I think that's Jalil Farouk's best opportunity to be good is to play the role more not a Debo Samuel as much as it is like a – Drake Stoops. Yeah, like a Drake Stoops style yeah. where he's just, hey, be sure he's handed. Not, he's hard to replace. Well, you know, he's not going to be. I think he can be. I just don't think I, he's as tough as him. I no, mean, I don't obviously. Think, I, don't think, I don't think Jaleel's going to be as good as Drake, but I think a guy like Deion Burks will be close. And I think that's why it's it's so bad for, for Jaleel to have the game that he had to go into this offseason with that kind of mantra where you're going to come into next year now and Deion Burks is going to come in here and compete with you for that spot. Because who – look, out on the outside, what do you got? You got Andrew Anthony's going to come back from an injury more than likely. I just don't think you have too many receivers. I mean – You can't. He, he'll They're be okay. rotate. But you got Andrew Anthony coming back. Nate Anderson. Nick he wasn't Anderson, terrible this year. Nick Anderson, uh, there's obviously a connection there between him and Jackson. And that's that's a lot of what happens. Who does your – the reason Drake had the year he had yeah. is because Dylan Gabriel fell in love with Drake. Well, Drake had the, he had, he had the best hands on the team. Well, not only that, but well, – it's, it's one of the reasons, too, why Jackson Arnold didn't look great the other night. Because I bet if they would have put – if they had left Jaden Gibson in – And put J- – Petaway. Nick Anderson. If they'd have taken Drake Stoops and Jaleel Farouk and some of our starters out and put the second team oh, yeah. guys in that he's got chemistry with, yeah, they probably would have Let him have some Petaway out there. But, right. I mean, there's another guy. Petaway's going to get some playing time. Jaden Gibson's going to get a lot of playing time next year. Andrew Anthony's going to get playing time. Nick Anderson's going to get playing time. Where's Jaleel Farouk fit into this? Hang on. Oh, no. Hang on. Let me throw some information at you here. Okay. Throw me some numbers. 2021. 2021. Four receptions. 70 yards. 2022, 37 receptions. 466 yards for an average of 12.6. Five touchdowns. Last year, 45 receptions. 694 yards. Two touchdowns. He's improved every year. Let me hold on. He had, hang on. Go ahead. 17 carries this year. 95 yards. Averaged 5.6. Yards per carry, no touchdowns. Well, he so, don't look very good doing it. Hold on. I think we remember a lot so of the bad plays Jill, and Jill don't remember Fruit. a lot of the good plays. Yeah. But, but, but Lil Fruit had two touchdowns, did you say? This year? How many did he have this year? Two. 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 Hey, let me ask not you. Great, two but not, this year. not great. I agree. He he was going into the going into the season. We all said he has to be receiver number one. He has to fill Mar- Marvin Mims' productions, and he got two touchdowns. He is not. I, I mean, do, don't exactly. dis, I do not disagree with him. Yeah. He is not receiver number one. Is he? Right. He, I'm glad he stuck around. Is yeah, the I'm idea? Yeah. This is a guy that we thought was going to leave after that four reception year and go to USC with Caleb Williams. Thank God he didn't. Hey, let me let me say this. Here's the problem I have with those numbers, and you're like, hey, his numbers. His yardage and stuff got better. How many more catches did he have each year? How many more targets did he have each year? Because if targets go up, catches go up. If catches go up, yardage goes up. That's just natural. The, the Yeah, the four reception year, he may have got thrown to five times. 
But the the How problem. How many touchdowns did Jaden Gibson have this year? A, a bajillion. Three or four. He had a bajillion. I don't. I don't. I mean, Nick I don't Anderson. Was, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson had a bajillion. Yeah, Nick and Anderson, had 10, had, which I think was Drake Stoops total, right? Like he like. And, and Nick look, Anderson's the best receiver and, by and far on the team. Look, I, the, probably the guy that got the most targets was Drake Stoops, because he was oftentimes the safety net when things it's were your breaking best down. Hand. Yeah, you're gonna throw it to him. He got every almost yeah, every third or fourth down. Yeah, every. Jaden Gibson had 14 catches, 375 yards, five touchdowns. That's impressive. Don't get me wrong. Here's the deal. Jalil Farouk needs to be your slot guy. Jaden Gibson, Nick Anderson, Andrew Anthony on the outside. Those three on the outside. And that's what I'm throw in some Brennan Thompson as your speedster. Put Jalil Farouk as your slot. The guy that should be transferring is Jaden Gibson. No, because no, if you're no, no, scoring no. on thirty percent of your catches and they ain't giving you the dang ball, they gave they gave him the ball more this year. Right. They gave him the ball. He had the dropsies and he's had some maturing to do. I believe. I believe so. Well, look, it's probably good that he's stuck around, that, and I think next year he'll be a bigger role. That's my argument on Jalil Farouk, though. Is you you said it? He should be the slot guy, but now you've brought in Dion Burks, who. Is a natural slot guy who may be better than him. Well, that's, yeah, you, give saying, me two of them. That's fine. That's well, I'm, I'm not saying. Would you rather have be. Gavin Freeman backing him up? No. Okay, then. I'm 100. What are we arguing about? I'm I'm 100 fine with what you have, but I'm saying he's in a argumentative mood tonight. I'm just saying Jalil Farouk's opportunity was this year. I'm just saying this I don't want him. Chance. I don't want him to transfer. I would rather have him than him transfer. You guys yeah, need to mellow out like your dad. But the first time, yeah, the first yeah. time, if he's going to play slot, you got to hold on the ball. Says the guy that dude fumbles. Not Get on your own bench. He had a bad that's, game. That's I agree. That's kind of coach I am. I agree. What's We've next? lost two bowl games now due to fumbles. At least last year it was due to a freshman. This year it was due to a veteran. And, hey, that I will say this. Bad. He was a better receiver when Andrew Anthony was here. What was that's next? True. When he wasn't – when he was healthy, I should say that. What we were going to talk true. about was some of the which was stuff. Which what you're saying is when we were playing Arkansas State, he was better. Yes. Was. Actually, you know what? Up he until the Texas the, game. Was, I think he – he was one of the few receivers that didn't even score in the in the Arkansas State. I think we had ten receivers who caught balls in that game and drilled fruit didn't. Well, he probably went from having Go from having you know up. your second best corner or safety on you to having your best on you at most times. When Andrew Anthony yeah. got hurt, so okay. we'll see. Anyway, we were, uh, as far as portal goes, we'll just quickly touch on it. Uh, Day McCullough has gone. hit the portal. He's gone. No big deal. He never played any anyway. Well, his brother can't leave now, so he's kind of until he's a uh, fifth year senior. Until he's a fifth year, so uh, he's got to stick around. And and Desan was really, really. Let's be honest. We went and got Day because we wanted Desan to come. That was the fact. It, it happened. It worked out great. Um, we also picked up a kid out of uh, Utah, the cornerback, uh, who's coming in as a preferred walk on. Um, Malaska is his last name. I haven't kept up with any of it. And so the Malaska. I'm with Dad on this one. Listen, this Malaska. Talk to me about March when it's all done. We'll see who we got. This Malaska kid, the reason they're bringing him in is his brother, his little brother. I don't like this. His little brother is a star. I don't like this. He's a preferred walk-on. I don't like. You're not paying a scholarship to him. Period. Now, is he going to pay for school? Nope. Nope. NIL is going to cover that. You can make a donation to sponsor him if you would like. I, what's his, what's the, what position does his brother play? His brother is a – he's in the back, defensive backfield, but he's big time. 
He's going to well, be – he's a force. But they're out of Mustang. I, they're I out of Oklahoma. You know what? When it comes to the defensive backfield, I know I'm cynical after the end of the year. I don't believe – we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see who's the star in the backfield, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like I'm like Caleb now. You got Billy Bowman. You got Peyton Bowen. You, you have got, experience and you have you talent back there. you got Walker. You've got – And you let um, two guys go for you got, over 150 on you the other night. you got Woody Washington who's been playing forever. I mean, our we've never had as much depth at safety and corners we've ever had, and I can remember, and we still just get still torched. get shredded. I mean, it just blows my mind. Yep, blows my mind. I agree. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. No, I'm. I'm thinking like honestly though, you have to admit that uh, Gentry Williams, when he was healthy, and he hasn't been healthy for the last half of the season. When he was healthy, star. Kanai Walker. Did he play in that game? He played. He a got little the interception. In no, Kanai got the walk. Kanai Walker got that. One of them yeah. gave up a bunch of freaking Kenai yards. I'm saying, I'm saying Gentry Williams was the best corner we had on the field when he was Probably, healthy. Yeah. And he hasn't been healthy since late Tulsa game. And but you know, Macari Vickers has got a lot of playing time. Like there's you can there's talent all behind these guys too. Yeah, but there I mean and it just hasn't shown up. The deal is 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 it elite talent. And Gentry Williams was the guy that Brent Vaught brought in. That's the elite talent. Woody Washington was the talent that the old staff brought in. That's what you know, some of these guys are just that. Can I Walker? We can I Walker was brought in? Woody Washington, no one would throw to him because he was locked down, you know. And now it's like, yeah, they he had, yeah, they threw to him like fourteen times. But can I walk? Can I Walker has been brought in as a guy that's like, so you brought in the kid Gentry Williams, you brought him in, and you brought Can I Walker in to be the guy that's the backup to him. And everybody's looking at now, and you put Can I and Woody out there, and everybody's throwing at Woody, and you go. Has our talent increased? Yes. Yes, it has. Because they're not throwing at the the young kid over here. They're throwing at the veteran because he's from the old guard and he's but, but not even as good. If he is the old guard. You know, you know Woody Washington, you know the first player he ever covered in his college career. Oh hang started. On. Hang on, hang covering. on. Are we doing yes, first player he ever covered? Who did Joe Burrow throw to? Was it Jamar Chase? Is that his name? That was one of them, yeah. The guy that's the star in the NFL now with the Bengals. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, that was Woody Washington. Came oh, that's right. He did come that in that game, game, didn't he? Woody Washington's job was the, the, that, that was the bright Jamar spot Chase. of that game. That was his introduction as a freshman to welcome to the big leagues, boy. Yep. And so you would think if like, that's not gonna your cover first him anymore. game and that's what you've been called to do, and he got torched. But you'd think by now, like, I don't care. You grow up, right? Like, you get – you get better. I know that's a hard position to play, but you just think like, okay, that that kid got torched, but that's going to pay off someday. And then here we are. I will say I was impressed with Kendall Dolby is impressive so far. I like Dolby. Look, there's guys. Look, the thing is, is you. Who does he remind you of? Derek Strike. Roy Williams. Always in the backfield back there. Yeah. Look, the before before now, you couldn't look at our secondary. And honestly, tell yourself, the guy that was sitting behind the guy that was on the field, you were comfortable with. No, but I can always honestly tell you the guy that was on the field I've been comfortable with. I've been comfortable with Woody and, and Billy. 
I, and they didn't look very good the other night. The deal is, do you think they're going to have a part of that? You say it's all them. Could be the, the what your defense. Could it be the fact that your linebackers may not have done their well, job? I'm, I'm not saying it's just them. I'm just look, saying I the mean, whole the entire the defensive backfield did not has got good. experience and has got talent, and they're still getting. They're struggling, yes. You get one it, or two guys it, each it game our, that just over and over, over and over, and throw the ball to that strength, Fire Ted Roof. Because they, were, they weren't good. I don't know if it's uh, – it ain't Ted Roof. Ted Roof, he's not doing nothing. Fire BV. Is that what you're saying? I, I, I'm not saying that, but we got to figure something out. Look, I, listen, I, I, I will be the first to point out, we wrote it down, we're not top 40 defense. Somebody said we would be. We're not. But regular say, season, I said. And I would have. I would have. Here's the deal. I would have blamed. Don't blame this ball game. No, no, on no. Me. I'm coming back at you. Well, we Hold on. Started, we didn't sniff top forty even in the regular season. We didn't sniff top forty. But to say that this defense isn't better, when you go, no, stop. They're better. Stop. They're better. Stop. We They're had. Better. We had three. We had three losses this season. Three losses. Go back to the Kansas game. You can go back and say. Why that wasn't our defense. No, no, no. It was on the it was on offense. That was right? an offensive problem, yes. Go back to the Oklahoma State game. Who was that on? That was not on 50-50. the defense. No. 50-50. That was on the offense. It well, was bad. It was bad Stutchman. all around. Oh, oh that number Stutchman. 10 kid for Oklahoma State. Stutzman was out. Lit us up. And Stutzman was out. Games. Both of those. Half yeah. of one of them, the whole game of the next yes. one. But listen, it, I'll take 50-50 on that one. This game here was not on the defense. It was no, 100% was on the offense. It's still six turnovers. Six times they walked about out on the field. They, to, the offense to, did to not play help defense them out. The offense put them in bad spots. They did not have to. I agree. The offense put them in bad spots. But still, if you were a good defense, you have to make some stops. I'm, they didn't make stops late in the game. Pops made if you me a just believer. get a stop or two there. If you here's the thing, if you're a good defense, you don't win ball games when you turn the ball. I over don't six disagree times. I, I with that. that. But here's the thing, you don't press the ball and force it to make and make turnovers when you're when you're going in with a game plan that our defense is going to win it with us. A perfect example is you don't even make that throw to Jalil Farouk when you're down there in the red zone. With if if you believe in your defense, you let the clock run out, which they should have. They could have went to the fourth quarter without ever having to run another play, and then. You run the dang ball, or you or you 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 make a throw that is is a safe percentage. throw. And if you don't make it, then you kick a field goal. You go up by fourteen. It was a high percentage throw in the fourth quarter, and you put it on the back of your defense and say, "Hold them to fourteen points in a quarter. You can do it." And you tell Jackson Arnold, "You, you don't have to win this game. We're gonna we're gonna run clock. We're gonna play conservative. We're gonna lean on our defense." But. And they didn't obviously didn't have that game plan because they don't think their defense can stop anybody. But you and were no, that's not why. You were one hundred percent right when you first said it. It was not about it wasn't about letting the defense win the game. Oklahoma went into this game, and if you could put truth serum and Brent Venables and every coach on that staff, they will tell you one hundred percent. They went into this game thinking they would win because their defense could cover whatever mistakes got made. And they said, we're going to go out and prove to the mob that is Oklahoma fans. And we're going to prove to them that Jackson Arnold is the real deal because we let, we let Dylan Gabriel walk to Oregon. 
That's what they went to do. That's what they went to prove. Well, that was and mission failed. It bit them in the butt because everybody and their dogs sitting here. Now that's, we're all sitting here dumb. making excuses. If, that, if that's actually what they did, that's absolutely dumb. I, I think it's 100% what they did. What you should have done did. is let him come out and throw 15, 20 balls and then rely on your defense and your run game. And guess what everybody would have said at the end of the game? Oh, Jackson, he threw two touchdowns. Way to go, Jackson Arnold. He's going to be great. He's going to be a superstar. He threw one ball, you know, a perfect ball for a touchdown. Well, look, it matter how many, didn't you, matter how many threw as long as he didn't throw seven interceptions. Way. Man, coaching staff was way too conservative. They should have cut Jackson Arnold loose. Great. At least you have all, all year long to think about what it would have been like if you cut Jackson Arnold loose, right? Like, well, we lost that game because they, they didn't cut Jackson Arnold loose. Great. Then it's still on the coaching staff. It's not on Jackson Arnold. We didn't show them all of our cards. It's like all of us when we, that first game of the season, when we, we said, well, they haven't really opened the playbook yet. That's what they should have done. And even if that kept everything veiled for another nine months, great. But they shouldn't have went into that game and put him in a bad situation to where he had to live with that. And I think that I think it was horrible coaching. I really do. And I, that's the first time I've said that this season. I think that I, I question our coaches. I, I think you're I think you're a lot of right on that. I, I just think that at the end of the day, you're looking at a coaching staff that thought we could put a confidence boost in the fan base, in this kid. And if you go back to it, look, Jackson Arnold didn't have six turnovers by any means. No, he threw two interceptions. He threw two interceptions. The other four turnovers. And then he had a fumble, right? Yeah. So he has three turnovers. One of them, you can say the fumble's not his fault. It's not his fault. Two of the interceptions you can blame on him. The other, the other ones are, two of them are Jalil Farouk's problem. Yeah. One of them's a, a sack that shouldn't have been given up if you have a decent offensive line. It's just a terrible bust. So to say that – so he, he only had two, and that's what we're and, – and that's what's crazy is that's why I know what Oklahoma did because Oklahoma fan base is hanging – not Oklahoma fan base, but the Oklahoma staff and everybody who's putting stuff out there are hanging their hat on the fact that, hey, Jackson Arnold threw for X amount of yards – X amount of touchdowns, and they're not telling you that he threw two interceptions. And even if they did, you're like, that's not that bad. It wasn't a bad stat line for him. It's a pretty decent stat line, especially for a freshman in his first start. In a bowl game. In a bowl game against a number 12 team. Yeah. Not a bad stat line. But I'm like, Shane, had you went out there and gave him a conservative game where he could have just thrown for 200 yards, maybe, and thrown for a touchdown or two, and then ran the football down their throat and let the defense do the rest, and we won 21 to 7. I would have came out of that as well, an OU gotta, fan. You got to hope your defense stops them for seven but, points. But you go watch. Well, I mean, you're not, if you're not on Twitter, you don't understand. That's where they're getting it. They're feeling the pulse of Oklahoma football on Twitter, and those people are nut jobs. Every one of them is a nut job. All well, right. Other than we, we, we realize OU's. You know where they're at. We yeah. do. look like crap right now. Don't Hopefully they'll no be better next year. We'll see. Weighing nothing till I wouldn't book any tickets to uh, major bowl games next August year. August the 29th of next year, this coming year. What do we got as far as uh, what? Doesn't matter. What's the matter? Doesn't matter. We didn't hit record. No, we're going. I I just messed up. What'd you do? No, we're going still. I thought we were. I was getting mad because I looked at this thing. 25 minutes and I was like it stopped nope we're still going over there so we're good
Okay. Well, anyways, uh, what, what, how about the other two two games? No. Oh, so let's production production assistant saved you. He's he's doing really well. He's just been pr- promoted to uh, producer. Producer. Uh, no. Uh, as far as bowl games around the country, and I know this is going to spark, like just bowl games. I'm not talking about playoff games. Leave them out for now. Uh, what do you guys – have you guys seen – is there a bowl game that you guys have enjoyed watching? Have you all watched any bowl games? I, watched, I enjoyed watching Texas get their butt beat. No, I'm talking – not no playoff games. Leave the playoffs out. We're fixing to talk about them in just a second. But bowl games outside of that, did you watch any of them? No. No, not a whole Didn't watch any of them. And you want to know why you didn't watch them? Because they was boring. Because OU wasn't in all of them? Because they're trash. They're trash games. Yeah. It, because they don't matter anymore. Just like Shane said, yeah, they I mean, really. I watched, a, I watched a little bit of the Oklahoma State A and M game, but again, it's I like, did. I watched what, some of that. A&M I watched that game. Players out, you know. It's like they just oh, don't matter. You know. Let's go to let's go to twelve team. Heck, let's go to a thirty two team playoff. Make them matter. I I'm not disagreeing with that because it stinks. Yeah, it does. bowl games stink. I mean, I used to poor Florida State. Well, look, I mean, that's the one I'm pointing out is, yeah. is Florida State. Here's I a wish team they would have made a better showing than that. I, no, but they couldn't. Their whole defense was gone in half their offense. Hey, yeah, but Georgia had missing 27 players, too, or something like that. Yeah, but you're talking about Georgia, too. This was – the deal is, is, look, what you put on the field is a product of what you have. That's why, like, look at – a good example is Texas, or maybe Florida not Texas. State did not deserve to be in the playoffs. TCU's a good I'm not example. Going there, I know. I'm just saying they didn't deserve to be in you there. Get slack sixty three to three. Give me TCU. I've been there, and done that before. Yeah. T- TCU's example last year. If TCU makes the playoff, right? They go out and they play their first game against Michigan. They beat them. Yes. And they beat them well. Yes. And then they go get shellacked by Georgia, and everybody's like, "Oh, they didn't deserve to be there." Well, then Michigan didn't either. But if TCU gets if TCU ends up going to some random bowl like a, a New Year's Six bowl, they may lose that football game by fifty points. Yeah, because a lot because, of because because their starting quarterback's going to sit out. I agree. All their wide receivers are going to sit out. Everybody's sitting out on their team, and they get schlacked. And everybody's like, "Oh, they didn't deserve to be there." They did deserve to be in the playoff last year. They proved that. If you tell me that Michigan was one of the top four teams, and they obviously have been pretty good because they won their game yesterday, if if you tell me they're one of the top four teams, they beat them. They made the championship. They've done what OU couldn't. You know how to fix this? Yes, they have. Playoffs. 12-team playoff. Yeah, or more. Or more. That No, I'm, I'm saying the 12 no. team's going to fix a lot of it. It'll fix a lot of it. But I'm still in agreement. Really, I mean, I'm in agreement with what once, Kirby Smart Once that said. number twelve team just goes to winning it three or four years out of five or six or so, yeah, you might want to talk about expanding it. But let's be honest: number twelve ain't going to win it very often. They're never going to win it. You guys I, think Georgia? I'm not going to say never going to win it. They ain't going to win it very they often. Got to be in the playoffs. Huh? What? Truth serum. Georgia would they have won it all if they got to be in the playoffs? No, no, possibly. They, I think I think they, there's a chance they could. Yeah, they're a good team. I th- I They're think honestly team. I think Alabama beats them again. I don't, if, I, if you I don't know. Best, Look, Nick Saban. Well, you can't say Georgia that because Washington, Alabama beat them once. Look, I, I I don't know that they would beat them again. I, I don't, don't either. But you can't. I think it's fifty fifty. Well, you yeah. lost to Alabama. You're not there. Don't I think worry this year. It. I think this year is fifty fifty. I think well, you put any of them top five or six teams up against each other because you realize like Texas did everybody an immense favor this year that nobody realizes, which is. Because they beat Alabama, 
beat them in Tuscaloosa, beat them when they were vulnerable and they didn't have things figured out and they were kind of rebuilding, right? Um, Alabama don't ever Alabama rebuild. was able to beat Georgia. They were reloading. Wrinkle in it, right? But let's just say let's just say Alabama doesn't schedule anybody tough on you know they don't they don't play a Texas that first week of the season or whatever. Yeah. And Alabama goes undefeated. Do you know what the playoff would have been? Alabama, Georgia. It'd have been Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, and Michigan probably. Well, or if they left Florida State, whatever. But it, you know, but Georgia would have got in, and and then the SEC once again would have had a 50, 50, 50 shot, you know, 50, 50, 50, 50 shot winning this yep. thing. And even if Alabama got knocked out by, they wouldn't have been one and four, or two Michigan, and three. I know that Georgia probably beats Washington and is in the national title game. And yep. I just. I mean, I'm so excited that we don't have an SEC team in, which is funny with this going to the SEC. But, like, everybody should thank Texas. Texas gave you this national championship. Are we going to a 12-team playoff next year? If you had to bet right now, out of a 12-team playoff, how many of the last four teams are going to be from the SEC? What would you say? How many of what now? How many of the final four teams in a 12-team playoff will be SEC teams? Next all, year. Probably all four of them. Shane, what do you think? Well, after this year, I don't know. You know, I mean. I don't. Um, I, I would say at least it, at it least two of them, maybe three or right? four. Like, there might be four I, I of them. Think, I think once you get to the top ten, it really is a coin flip. And I think it's why the SEC has been so good is because once you – if you got two teams in the playoffs, you got a really good shot, you know, of, yeah. of winning it. So, how many SEC teams do you think are going to get in on a 12-team playoff? Probably four or five at most. Probably four, I would say. Uh, four at least and possibly six. I think four. And so I think how many make it to the final four? I think two. I think, I think three is a good number, I would say. I would say three of them probably do. I mean, you're, going to have, you're probably going to have Georgia, possibly Alabama, Ole Miss might end up in there, and then Texas, or you know, who who knows who else might sneak Guys, in there too. They but. can go to a fifty-team playoff, and in the end, you're going to have Washington. I mean, on average, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma. Them. Yeah, there's only like twenty teams total any year that can win the actual championship. Yes, and them teams are going to be there. Will they drop out like? Like Alabama this year, will they get beat every now and then? Yeah. Someone to sneak up and beat them like Michigan did. But, and I'm so tickled this year that we got a Michigan-Washington Let's playoff. go Washington. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing better than the matchup we have. I love it because. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is the cream rises to the top, guys. And there's like, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I think the SEC is like, really a better football conference like, than anybody else. Truly, there's as only much as like I hate them. Seven blue bloods out there, and they're going to be there every year. Well, the problem, the problem you run into with, I, I, you go back and look at playoffs, and the playoff things. It's tough to to say how many SEC teams would be there or not because it's all about matchup. I mean, the reality is, yeah. is Oklahoma, Oklahoma, every, and I'm, I'm a homer, and y'all can call me a homer when it's all said and done. Every time Oklahoma has made the playoffs, think about it. Who did we draw? We drew the suckiest team we could draw. We didn't draw Notre Dame. 
No. No, Alabama drew Notre Dame. Yeah. We drew Georgia. Give me yeah. give me Alabama, Georgia. They didn't play that year. Let them play it out. Well, if we would have beat Georgia in that in that Rose Bowl that year, we we probably would have beat Alabama. Well, yeah, if, if some bus were candy yeah, if some buts, I But I mean yeah. you go back you go back through and look at like our our playoff draws, they've not been good. And and that's what it's typically been. It's usually been one SEC team. Alabama. I think a twelve team playoff. You get always, rid of that crap, though. You can't they, say, "Oh, my playoff draw was bad." You know, what? Well, you know. But look at like you got to win. You got to win three games to get there. The deal was is like TCU. TCU got the playoff draw they needed to get to the championship game. Oh yeah, if they'd they have got need, Georgia, they they would have been in the championship. But I agree. I'm saying I mean, it like they if even if they get who did Georgia play? What was that? Something just no failed. idea. What did who did Georgia play? Warm in here. The metal's moving. Who did Georgia play that year? TCU got Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and it's a perfect scenario for them because did Georgia Michigan. Play, was it Notre Dame? Or was it it was Notre Dame. Else? Yeah. Somebody but, played them pretty tough. But I'm I'm saying, like, for TCU, that was the one time that they gave them the first round they needed. The one time that somebody outside of – because TCU, like Oklahoma, if you give them a team that – like when Lincoln Riley was here, if you gave them a team that couldn't play offense – yeah, let's turn this into a shootout and see who wins because that's what Lincoln Riley did. But they never gave us a team that didn't just play offense. They they usually gave us the team that was more complete. So you got the Georgia team that could play a little bit of offense, and they were really good at defense. And that becomes a tough matchup for Oklahoma. Well, I'd rather have that matchup in the first round and get my heart broke than to get my heart broken national title. So, There's no doubt, but I, at the end of the day, if you, look, if you can't win it, I'd rather not win it the first one. I don't like, care how Looking this year, like the top 12 teams, you're going to take one of the – obviously it's the top 11 teams, and you're going to get put the group of five team in there that's probably never going to win one. They may win a couple rounds or something like that. Yeah, Liberty kind of let us down this year. Oh, Liberty. <laughs> oh. But they – got, They got monkey style. I mean, it's like Iowa. I was a perfect example. They played, Georgia played Ohio State last year. Yeah. Oh, Ohio playoff, State. Yeah. That's who it was, yeah. And I, like I said, I, it, the deal is, is like, you look at, and had TCU gotten Ohio State, they'd probably lose that ball game. I, I'm not saying. Well, I agree. A lot of that's matchups. But, I mean, give me a 12-team playoff. Coastal Carolina, yeah, they might win one of those games. Are they going to win three of them, make it no. to the national championship? No. Probably not. I think what I love about I it. I think that's your best option of finding the best team in the country every year. What I love about it most is you get some home games out of it. I mean, I'm a guy that I don't watch NFL football. I play fantasy football. I watch a few guys here and there if I'm doing well in fantasy. Watch a few OU players every now and then, check their stats. Come playoff football time in the NFL, guess what? I'm watching football. You know why? Because it's good games. Yeah. Because it's well, good football. Going back to the SEC and how many they get in the final, I, I may actually up that, Caleb. And one of the reasons why, and I think one of the reasons why the rich are going to get richer, even in the new playoff format, is because one of the things you're going to have to have to win a national title now is not just a good team. You're going to have to have depth. Yep. Because you play, you play four games, and there's going to be some serious attrition, especially <laughs> games like that. And, this is why I said gonna favor, that's going to favor the people who are three deep with five stars, not the one that has one five star, because a lot of those those starters are going to get banged up or go down. And so 
the, in other words, what I'm saying is the 2000 national champion OU team probably wouldn't win it in a 12 game playoff because, because of attrition, because that was a, that was a year where nobody got hurt and that, and we won a national title. Yep. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot harder for, for teams that are, that are really good, have really good starters, but not great backups. And so it's going to favor the SEC. It's going to favor a war of attrition. And we're going to be and in I think the you're SEC. Going to see, you're going to see Georgia and Alabama right back in the title games. I mean, I, I've been one that has preached or has been an advocate, I should say, of going to the SEC for a while. A, because ESPN and SEC are in, in cahoots, and they've oh, yeah. been that way for a while. And kids want to be on TV, and they're on TV mm-hmm. on on ESPN. They're on TV on right. Fox Sports. Fox Sports ain't even a thing anymore. They'd be on Bally Sports in a few months, probably. If you're in the Big 12 still, if you're lucky. But, I mean, if you're an athlete and you want to go have a chance at playing for a national championship, you can either go mm-hmm. to a, an ACC school. Who's who's going to be the ACC team for the next four years? Florida State. Florida State. Clemson. Okay, you can go play for Florida State or Clemson, and one of them two might get in the, in the playoffs. Maybe Miami. Or you can go to the SEC. Who's going to be the top four teams in the SEC in the next – Four years. Alabama, Georgia. Alabama, Georgia. LSU. LSU, Oklahoma, and Texas. Yeah. There's five. O- yeah. Ole Miss in there maybe a little bit. I hope. You got a pretty good chance. You go to Oklahoma, you're going to have a pretty good chance in four years of making the playoff a couple of times. You go to Washington. Once every. Yeah, once every four or five years you might make the playoffs. You mean the SEC. longer than that. And if you do make it as a Washington team. Washington goes to a 12-team playoff this year. Or let's say USC, number two or Oregon, number two team in this in the in the Pac-12. Do you got a real shot at winning it? No. Probably not. Probably going to get beat out by an SEC school. Yeah. In the second or third round. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay, let's move so, on. So, uh national championship game, we got a uh obviously let's stop for a moment and pause as OU fans and just relish in the fact that Whoop whoop! Texas lost. I loved it. What time is it? Man, Washington. Nine eleven. Guess try. what? Texas still sucks. They Texas. do. <laughs> you hear that, Jason? Huh. I mean the de- the deal is is they were they're one of the greatest like one of the people that. But they you, made it. If you watch, no, 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 no. Listen, no, Texas fans. They, they fans. won the games they needed to win to get there. I can't yeah. say that about Oklahoma. Texas this year. fans, nope. when OU was making the playoffs and losing in it, they were like. Doesn't matter, you're no you're no better than us because you lost in the playoffs. You're just the same as us. Got there and lost. And the deal is, is guess what, Texas? We beat you in the regular season. You got there and lost. You're nothing different than us. No, you're worse than us because we're one up on you. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. And I don't know. I mean, no, nah, I'm just saying. Know. What, what hey, you Big guys, Twelve Championship? Would you taking a, a chance? See, of, it's it's tough. Did you see the? Uh, don't you guys feel like the rules got to change on that with uh, with Washington not being able to run the clock down because their player got hurt? That was ridiculous. Limp your freaking butt off the god. Get your to your lineman well, to pick a, your butt so up and carry if you I'm off the field. Lineman, that's soft culture is what that is. That's It's going to look like something out of Vietnam. Dude. That's, I'm grabbing that dude and I'm dragging him off the field. That's players used happens, to being able to fall on the field happens, because they're soft. Why do you want a dude that has a spinal injury? Yeah. 
and now you and now you got a I, player dragging him off the field to try to keep it, the clock from running down. You're no, saying you care about I player to, safety. If that's I, if that's something, that's something. I get that. Get hurt I speak of that guy wasn't. He's probably not really hurt because every time you have a cramp or a you know stubbed your toe or you got a little cut on your finger or you know you. you you got hit pretty hard. Listen. You're taught to fall down on the field and wait for him to come out and get to you. Get your butt off the field and quit being a big old baby about it. Listen, the deal is, is I'm fine with the guy going down. Get stop off the, the field. Stop the clock while he's down. You can walk off the field and limp off on one leg. When he gets off the field, when they work him off the field, we got a five-second count, and then we're starting the clock. I don't disagree with that. Start the clock and run it. But I don't, that's yeah, not what they did. There's got to be a mechanism. Even if it means you have to burn another timeout to get the clock going again or something, like some kind of – even if you got to get penalized five yards to get the clock going, there's got to be that's, a rule. It's that's, ridiculous. That's I crazy. agree because, I because what you're going to end up with is exactly what Shane said. It's going to look like Vietnam out there. Drag him off the field. And they're going to drag some kid off drag that has off. a spinal injury because – What you do is you – Drag him off. You, we're, we got all these players falling down on the field to stop the hurry-up offenses and everything. What you and do, it doesn't matter during the regular game because they don't care. I know, but the thing is, to stop all that is you got a player that goes down, you got 10 seconds to get off the field. If you don't, charge the team a timeout. What a thing! And you problems. watch them get them off the field. They'll get off the field. I agree. Even if they have to bring a little final injury, out there. get them off the field. Let's go. Yeah, that's, that, that's oh, so mad yesterday. This whole thing I get spinal injury. Defenses, All right, you know that's one thing. Is making that kid didn't have a spinal injury yesterday. Slow substitutions and the refs having to stand there over the ball. That's dumb. And then the offense gets it. But with well, I watched the game yesterday. A kid went down. Too. He but, was but, on the sideline. He was on the sideline when he went down. They stopped play. He's not on the playing field. He's no, he's not. off on the opposing team right. sideline, right? And they stood there, and they stood there, and they stood there, and he finally gets up, and they walk across the field. He's right back in the next play. Ridiculous. But there are some things they need to address. It, the deal is, though, I don't want to make a rule where it's the kids on the field trying to assess whether or not this kid's actually injured. Because, I mean, we've seen it throughout football where a guy has an actual injury. They take him, take him off of, on a stretcher on the cart. I don't want kids dragging guys off the field because their whole mindset. I don't want kids dragging off the field, but if he's bad enough, bring a stretcher out there. Yeah, but him the, on the back who's going to assess that when you say the t clock's going to keep running or going to stop? I think you can Charge figure You're going to grab them and drag You think they can. But well, none of those here, kids, you, those kids are majors in stupid like cultural studies and if stuff. If you're dragging somebody off the field, they're going to stop the clock. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Be honest. If another player's dragging him off the field, they're going to stop the mm -hmm. clock. If he gets right. up and he hobbles to the sidelines on one leg by himself, let's don't stop the clock for that. He got off the field pretty quick. The got deal. off the field pretty quick. That could that kid last night have gotten off the field on one leg? Could he or could he have not? Yes, by God, he could have because he was on the sideline five minutes later standing on two legs. I have he wasn't answer. that hurt. I have the answer. All I know is if, if he was my teammate, we'd have lost that game last night. We'd have beat that kid. I would have murdered him. him. Here's the deal. I would have blamed it on him. I was blaming it on him halfway the, through the, that the, last minute. Where do you think it hurts because it's about to hurt I, right now? I have yeah. the answer. Get off the field. Quit being soft. I have the real answer. You go down in the game but from the first quarter all the way to the last two minutes, if you go down with injury, you are out for a series. The entire series. 
I say two series. Screw okay. it, two Call, series. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'll, I'll, I'll switch if for that. Hurt, a bit. You need if adequate you, time to assess your injuries if, to make sure you can go back in the game. If you go down in the last two minutes, that player cannot return to the game. Period. Plus, every player that goes down costs you ten yards. I'm, I'm not the clock, and the clock stops while they're down. Until I'm you get them off the field, teams. and then the clock restarts. I'm not for penalizing. The only way you stop the clock is is if you. No, I'm saying they're out. He goes down. If a kid goes down in the last two minutes, he's hurt enough that he can't get off the field himself. That people have to come on the field. He doesn't need to come back within two minutes. No, he's done for the game. He's done for the game. You're that oh, bad. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's what I'm saying. You go I'm down in the last that. two minutes. Kid goes down, grabs his leg. Yeah, says I got off the, the field. You can't get off the field. Two minutes left in the game. You can't play again. Plus, plus, we're adding ten yards. It's a ten-yard penalty. What if either they, what direction? About this? What if they come back? If in you the don't game? have a timeout. What if they come back? If you don't here, have a timeout that you can deal. use. If they're hurt and they come out and they stay out, no penalty. If they want to come back in, ten-yard penalty. Then I'm down with that. Tie me up for that one. Well, this is oh, all. The, Let's a, move a simple on. One for the other night. We can talk just, about this for a year. If, if yeah, an and they ain't gonna change crap. So it don't matter. Minutes, the the offense who who had to call the injury timeout should get to restart the clock. I mean, it's just that should be a, in reset the, rules, the game clock to forty seconds and run it. I That's agree. Dumb. All right. That's dumb. National championship. Boy, they wanted to give that thing away yesterday, didn't they? They tried. Hey, let's go. Let's move on. National championship game. Who you got? Uh, can I say one more thing about the Texas game? Yes. I. I saw Quinn Ewers get hit, and I thought that dude's got a concussion, man. And Malik Murphy's not there, and the guy's put in. <laughs> I guess what he, he didn't lay on the field and roll around and come out of the game. Looked, Good for him. He didn't look on the sideline like Ewers had a concussion. And I thought this is going to get. This is where the portal is going to get really interesting, isn't it? That here's a backup that's got significant starting time. He's played for Quinn Ewers, who's on the dang portal, and they could be going playing for a national that, title. That is one thing. I think they're going to change that. Ewers was able to play, but. I'm pretty sure that's coming this year. Oh, it's coming. It's yep. coming. You can you can mark that down. Uh, who you got winning the national championship? Pop, who's you got? I don't know who I got. I don't like either team. I think Michigan will win it. I like Michigan less than I like Washington. Let's go Washington. Shane? The, hey, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Listen to me. Listen to me. I think Michael Penix probably should have won the Heisman. I agree. I think he's one of the best players, if not the best player in college football. And usually the best player on the team can will you to a national championship. I think he's going to do it this year. Let's go Washington. Let me put this out there. If and you, Jim Harbaugh's a cheater. Hey, hush. Cheater. If you're an OU fan. Cheater, cheater, bumpkin eater. And you pulling for Washington, you ain't been a fan very long. Because I will long. pull we for wanted, Texas before I pull in. for Washington. We, we got some heartbreaks against Washington. I'm, oh, I'm with yes. that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm 1985. Michigan. I haven't remembered a game. Every time we played Washington, we've beat them since we've I've been alive. They're dirty, sorry players. I don't disagree with that. They're Pacific Northwest. What do you expect? Michigan is a cheater this year. Screw Michigan. I would have rather, uh, it wouldn't hurt my feelings to see Alabama beat Michigan as long as you would have guaranteed they lost to Washington. Hey. Here's Let's thing, go, though. Washington. I got you, you tell me Nick Saban ain't cheating. You tell me everybody, everybody in college football. Is they ain't cheating like Saban. they ain't like they ain't cheating like Jim Harbaugh. Some people ain't getting caught. They ain't cheating like Jim Harbaugh. Hey, Jim Harbaugh, cheat on cheat on cheat. I'm, I'm pulling for 
Washington to win it, and I understand your sentiment on it, Pops. Uh, I'm pulling for Washington to win it just because I I can't stand the cheating from Harbaugh. I'm sure everybody else is too, but Harbaugh got caught. That's what you get. How many times has he been suspended this year? Uh, he's only been at half the games because he's been, Six been games. suspended. Send, so, and the only reason he was only suspended them last three games is because the NCAA shot themselves in the foot and didn't do it right. Yeah, he so should anyway. be out all year and next year. He should kick his ass out of football is what they ought to do. And I'm fine with that. So anyway, Wait, we have rules. We have rules in NCAA. No, so we don't. We, Occasionally, I'm I'm pulling for Washington, but I think Michigan's going to win the thing. So just Let's go there. Washington. I think I think Phoenix uh, is the best quarterback. Let's go. Oh, I'm Michigan. I'm Michigan all the way. Go big blue. Screw you guys. I hate purple. I hate purple. All right. Last thing we got on the the list here is I threw out a pop that, that disappoints me. I threw out a Pops pastime pick them that's a little bit different. I asked you, Pops, I know what he's to gonna pick. pick. I picked, asked you to pick an OU bowl win that you think stands out through the years. I got this. You got this? I do. There's. Let me guess. Okay. Be honest with me here. I will. I know what it's going to be. Sugar Bowl. What yep. year? 2014. 2014. Exactly. That's but a good that, one. I want to throw this in there. Yeah, you got that, That's a hard pick because – uh, some of the people listening probably uh, didn't go, maybe not go back to 2000, but the the uh, bow went over Florida State, and you have to understand that Florida State was a high-powered win. 2000. Oh, you're talking the national championship. National championship. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course that one. But I well, mean, yeah, I was yeah. thinking non-national championship year as well. well I was I'm, thinking. All I'm saying though is Florida State was. It wasn't as bad then as it was with the Alabama game, but Florida State was a high-powered offense, and this, we won the game 13-2, to and that's because we muffed a punt and we kicked it out of the back of the end zone. It's the only two points they got. We shut them out, that ball game. Shut them out. That was a good game. Okay. Now, to go back to the sure, Alabama. Of all the games to go back and watch, that's the first one I'll go watch. Go back, and you won't find it. And I was at that go game. Go back and try to find the clips – of the ESPN analyst, oh they Mark May they before the game, game they analyst, loved Alabama. Mark Not a chance. May, Not a the chance only one. The We're gonna run them out of the run them out of the stadium. Yeah, the only one that had gave OU any hope at all was uh, the old Notre Dame coach, Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz, Lou who's Holtz. not with anybody anymore because they ran him out of the. Yeah, Lou was like, "Hey guys, you know." You know, yeah, guys. You know, Alabama should win it, but you know, Oklahoma's got a fighting chance. You know, in front of this lisp. I'll never forget Mark May saying, "They said does Oklahoma have a chance if Alabama has a bad game, if Alabama turns the ball over, if Alabama does this, Oklahoma plays way above their level. No, they haven't got a chance in the world. Oklahoma. At halftime, he was eating his words. Oklahoma played way above their level that game. Oh yeah, way above their level. Oh, but Trevor Knight was awesome. I will say this about that game: that was I was at that game, best game I've ever seen in my life. Probably won't ever top it. But Alabama got outcoached. If Nick Saban would have swallowed some pride and ran Derrick Henry oh, yes. about 15 more times, they'd have won that game if hands he put down. Derrick Henry in at the start of the game, we and left could him not in stop him. Tailback, they would have monkey stomped us. T.J. Yeldon was their weakness that game. Yes. Hey, I I got to tell you, 
as far as my thought on what you would pick today, I had that one is my number one. But my number two, let me. My number two was not the 20, 2000. 2021. Bob Stoops coming back in. That's exactly Bingo. what I thought. It, Against I, Oregon. That was my number two. Number three was that's the a, That's a good win. Game. I in my mind I was sitting there saying that in my mind was one of the the top games and, it's a and it's, game. it's a it's a Alamo Bowl win. When I think back of bowl games, Oregon, Oregon two, I remember. I remember the fact that Bob Stoops stepped in in the turmoil of all of it, and it you thought there's game. no way. Here's Kel Gundy calling plays, who's never called plays, and you got Bob Stoops who's been out of the game selling you know. Whiskey and tequila. cigars, tequila, tequila and cigars. Right. He, was, he was over there winning championships with the with the, the renegades. renegades. Yep, he was, he's and he it. walks back in and then comes out there and leads Oklahoma to a. There was nothing. There was if we get ready. There was no. I would sell the goddamn farm to hire Bob Stoops back just to be our defensive coordinator, even if he didn't call a freaking play all oh, yeah, year. Just long. let him sit in the booth. Just baby. let him be let on him the sit in the booth. Let him have a Put cigar in his mouth. Line. Give Let's him go. some tequila in his hand. I don't care. I'm telling you right now, that moment when he walked out there with his crooked pinky and everything, I was like, yes, yes, that's the moment. That's, and then you get Drake Stoops catches a touchdown pass, and it's like, couldn't get any sweeter. You can say a lot of things about a lot of people, but Bob Stoops is a if you, he's a stand-up guy. Yes. I love no matter what Stoops. you say, whether you like I'm Oklahoma or not, Bob he's Stoops. a man that has stood behind his word and has stood behind his university Hands and down. He, st- he stepped down at a time when he thought he was handing the reins over to the guy. He that made he one bad decision. Gave well, I mean, he stepped down thinking that Lincoln Riley was, he was really the guy. sold out. And, and I will say this. He misjudged him I a little bit. I don't know if there's any coaches out there that hasn't, you know, done some sort of cheating. But if there is one, it's Bob Stoops. I, I would put Probably Bob so. Stoops up against any of them. And I think a lot of that Probably rolls down. Let's be honest. It rolls down from Josie. Josie's not letting any. I know. Well, I think it rolls down, down from Josie. I think who else it rolls down from? David Bourne? Nope. Jesus? Nope. Okay. Bill Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Bill yeah, Snyder. You're right. you're it's, right. it's you know, I wrote him a letter one time. He wrote you back, didn't he? Wrote me back. You wrote Bill Snyder a letter. I dang sure did. I saw that and I thought, yeah, I wonder if that's really true. Wrote him a handwritten letter, mailed it to you him. You letter say, please quit coming back to K-State and coaching. You're killing me. Is that what you said? <laughs> that's pretty much what I told him. Yep. Retire, dang it. Retire. Please leave because you're kicking our butts. And he wrote me a handwritten letter back. Pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guess who's part of that? Bob. Brent. Nope. Brent, Brent, Brent Venables. Yes, unfortunately, Bob right was now, it. Brent, Casey, Bob was too. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I get that. I'm saying Brent is, is the next man behind. A win that. over Texas and a win over Oklahoma State in two years. No championships. If you no watch that Alabama game, Alabama and Oklahoma in fourteen, Nick Saban's looking at Bob Stoops. I swear, across the field, and thought that guy. We changed his coaching after that. Well, I know that, but he's also thinking he is beating me with. He came to Oklahoma and learned offensive. I know that, but he's beating me with not as much talent. talent, Yes. And he's doing it basically fair and square. I'm cheating out my butt. I've got five stars sitting over here in the aisles. But they didn't didn't want to be there. Remember that? I know they didn't. They, They didn't want to be there. It was speed. You remember how they always which told to us about credit, SEC speed? Which, to their credit, I don't necessarily. 
they thought they got robbed on that whole deal. Let, hey, let's be but honest. Hey, what got they robbed? still played. They still played all their main players. Straight oh, yeah. up, the that best was the part year of, they the the we had five uh, kick starters six from, out in that game, guys. Do y'all remember that? Kick yes, six from Auburn did. was that year. Huh? They the yeah. kick six from Auburn was that year. S- they should have been in the national championship. Yes. Had they just tackled that guy speed. on the field goal. That's what we were told. SEC speed. Remember that? I mean, that's that's how all you times? ever heard was how much faster they were. And it was who was the star on the defense really other than like the Charles Tapper Stryker. running their goddamn it was Stryker. Stryker. Stryker was going up against he guys was all over who that were backfield twice that year. his size and he just ran around them and kept sacking what's his face over and over. Was AJ it AJ McCarron? AJ McCarron. And just like I told you many times that if you run an upbeat offense and you've got you got speed that big 350-pound tackle is inert. That's, why, look at That's why everybody thought Alex Grinch was going to be so good. No. That's what they sold me on Alex Grinch. 300-pound tackles who can, can run, run four fours. Well, who was, that guy? who was that guy that they had the other day running track? That all you got. It's Eddie Pierre-Louis. It's Eddie Pierre-Louis. Yeah, Louis Pierre, He's whatever. running the 100 PLP, meter and PLP, winning. Winning at close. 330 pounds. That's oh, unreal. Have y'all seen the – if you haven't seen the video out there, Watch folks, him. He go is, watch it. It's unreal. He, he come in second in that one race, but he's right behind the leader, he's, and nobody's close to him. He's 150 pounds larger than the next biggest guy. Those, I'll tell you what. The plays that stand out to me, there's two catches in that, and it's uh, – Jalen Saunders, Jaylen. he catches a touchdown on like the one-yard line Yes, as he's running out of bounds, and catches it and turns it and sticks it across the goal line, and it is amazing. Oh, they, did, they said, oh, he's out of bounds. You know, oh, yeah, no, he's out of, out of bounds, out of bounds. And then the, uh, the Trevor Knight throw, he scrambles, makes a few guys miss, runs at the end, and it's, he's a half a step from stepping out of bounds, throws it to the end zone, and I'm pretty sure it's – Hey, Ryan. No, it wasn't P. Ryan. No, it was uh, Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Sterling. Finds him in the end zone. Sterling Shepard because he did the Superman. Oh, my gosh. Pulled his awesome. shirt and did the Superman. Superman, and they and called him for a penalty. Called him Said for he was a throat, throat slash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's two two best plays in OU history as far as I'm in the books for me. There's yep. two games I'll watch every time they come on. That's Oklahoma and Fort. I'm going to go watch it tonight. And I'll, and well, guys, and I know you're going to, you're going to, so awesome and it was a totally this. different cast with Blake Bell leading. That, that was the most fun month. I mean, that first, that the Oklahoma State game. Oh my gosh. Winning a, a championship. That was I mean? a that crazy. Was so he catches the ball in the end zone and freaking pokes the it down game, there. I'll watch it. Flipping him off, throwing snowballs at him. Let's go. It's Texas USA for the national championship. Hey, that's the one time. I talked to a guy that came in the store the other day, and he said, oh, he's, he was a – what he say? He said he was hoping Texas won that game. Then I said, eh, yeah, I don't root for Texas. You know, I said, well, I'll take that back. I rooted for him one time, and that was the 2005 national championship. Yes. And that's probably the, the most excited I've ever been at Texas football. That was exciting. Vince Young. Vince Young. Single-handedly destroyed. And USA. again, USC could have won that game had they gave the ball to Lindell White, White more right. than Reggie Bush that yes. game. Yep. There's another coaching yep. mistake. All right. Anybody got anything else to add to it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I love you guys. I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you both. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> That's a lot of fun.
All right. Well, you've heard another episode of uh, Sooner Born and Sooner Bred. This one's drug out a little bit. It's been a good one. It's been fun. Uh, We'll see you next week for another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred. Check this old dog on big.